Well, it is April 10th. It is a beautiful Monday morning here on the west coast of Florida. The sun is shining. It's about 72 degrees and we are uh, just about, not completely, but just about in paradise on this beautiful morning. I'm sitting here with a cup of coffee and the truth of the matter is I'm lost somewhere between surreal and stupid. Um, I uh, was out last week preaching a revival and I appreciate many of you that were praying and thoughtful and sending texts and Facebook messages and emails. I appreciate all the support and prayers. Uh, and I wasn't able to spend a lot of time on this when it came up, but I wanted to make a few comments. And of course, you probably aren't listening to this maybe this morning, but uh, I wanted to make some comments about the whole situation that took place with Syria, with our launching of some 59 cruise missiles into a Syrian base based upon uh, the supposed chemical bombing by or chemical use of chemical bombs and warfare by Assad on uh, rebels on his people there in Syria and I am just in such a real strange uh, I find myself in a really like I said somewhere between surreal and stupid right now this morning you know the Bible says that God is not the author of confusion and when you turn on the news and you look at Fox and CNN and MSNBC and, and CNBC and you read all the websites and all the different things, we are a confused nation this morning. And even when you narrow it down to the one side, just in general, the conservative side, and I use that word conservative with a really broad stroke now, from your far right to your, your, your liberal right to everywhere in between, the truth of the matter is, our own conservative side is very, very confused. There are those that are lauding this attack as uh, President Trump showing that he's a man of his word. And when he draws a red line in the sand, unlike our former uh, Muslim president, who drew a red line in the sand and then drew another red line in the sand and then drew another red line in the sand and then let it go. Unlike him, Donald Trump actually keeps his word, and so they're celebrating it, dancing in the streets. You've got John McCain and Senator Graham, those warmongers that they uh, they are just rejoicing and saying it's not enough. They want more. It's it's almost as if they're hungry for blood. They can't wait to to get over there and and move the little toy soldiers around and play war again all over like they did in Afghanistan and Iraq. Then you have others like Rand Paul who, I mean, you know, how dare he even bring the Constitution into the discussion? How dare he suggest that we may not be acting constitutionally or we may be overreaching our bounds or any of those kind of things like that? And of course, I'm being highly facetious and sarcastic at that point. It, it is a very confused day right now. And that's dangerous. I do not believe that Russia is confused at all. I believe they know exactly what they're trying to do, how they're trying to do it. Uh, I do not believe North Korea is confused at all. I do not believe Iran is confused at all, nor do I believe that Syria is confused at all. But we are, even within our own White House, even within our own Trump administration, there is all kinds of confusion and disinformation and division that is taking place. Now, this attack on Syria, for all intents and purposes, has accomplished absolutely nothing. Now, I hate to say that because I know some of you uh, think that Donald Trump is the second coming of Jesus Christ and, and uh, that revival has broken out and we're in the third great awakening and all of that kind of stuff. But there are reports that some upwards of some 39 of those, thing, those cruise missiles were shot down. Be that as it may, whether all 59 of those 
cruise missiles landed or did not, the airbase is operational today. The airbase is absolutely operational today. One of the things I'm very, very concerned about is we know for a fact that we've already had special operations groups on the ground in Syria. We have a task force that is being moved into the area. And I am deeply, deeply concerned that in some way, shape, or form, we are going to try to put American boots on the ground. And ladies and gentlemen, that is not a good thing for the United States of America. Now, from a standpoint of prophecy, let it go, man. Let it rip. I'm all for it. But from a standpoint of being a citizen, a constitutionalist, a a rational thinking person, something is not jiving here. Something is just not jiving here. The truth of the matter is nobody knows exactly what's going on on the ground in Syria. I mean, it was just a couple years ago when John McCain made his famous trip over there and was taking pictures with who he thought were rebels, but they ended up being actually ISIS fighters. That jack-lick moron didn't even know who he was standing with, taking a a selfie with. He didn't even know who he was standing beside. And now he wants to send our troops over there to fight who, what, when, where. Everybody has gotten profoundly disturbed, and, and rightly so, by the chemical warfare. But even that in and of itself doesn't make sense. Now, to be honest, I think that I have tried from time to time to strike some kind of a balance I'm not saying that the Soul Trap is a balanced podcast show by any stretch of the imagination, but we at least strive for balance in some areas. And I have said before that not everything is a conspiracy theory. There are bad guys out there. Hitler really did kill a lot of Jews. Stalin really did kill a lot of people. Mao Zedong, the Khmer Rouge. Uh, I mean, you can, you can go on and on. Fidel Castro, Che Guevara. There really are bad people in the world. There are bad people like Saddam Hussein who did gas some of his own people or or the the Kurds up there. So I'm not saying that it is absolutely beyond the realm of possibility that Assad gassed and used chemical warfare. But what I am saying is that it, it doesn't make sense that he did. Now, I've read a few articles that have tried to do some mental and political gymnastics to say why it did work, but or why he would do that. But In the end, there is just no clear analysis of why, no clear explanation of why Assad would use chemical weapons. First of all, we know that Russia is highly involved in Syria right now. We know that. They've got Russian troops at the airbase. Russian troops were actually warned about the attack that was coming on that Syrian airbase. Russia is deeply involved and entrenched there. Now, why in the world... Would Assad, who's getting help from Russia against the very enemies that he supposedly just gassed, who Assad now is in, in a stronger position than he's ever been up until this, this gas attack, he's winning the war, he was defeating the ISIS rebels, his position was becoming stronger and stronger, he was being supported ipso facto by Russian military might, he was hiding behind, uh, fundamentally hiding behind the shield of Vladimir Putin, why would he, out of the clear blue... Decides, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to gas a bunch of women and children and bring the entire ire of the world down upon me. There's just no political rationale. Now, one of the things that's amazing to me about the West and specifically about the United States of America is we tend to think of the rest of the world as, as morons. And they're not, ladies and gentlemen. Assad, whether you understand their culture or not, is not a stupid man. He, he's... An educated man. 
He understands what's going on. He's running a country. He has Russian troops on the ground. He has Israel just south of him. He has a world watching him. And so his move, his strategic chess piece-like move or chessboard-like move is not to continue doing what he's doing and win, but to all of a sudden pull out a bunch of chemical weapons, use them in the most vicious way possible, and then sit back and go, what you going to do about it? That doesn't make sense. It, it, it doesn't jive. It, it doesn't, nothing makes sense. But I'll tell you what doesn't make even more sense. And that is the way in which we went about attacking. I mean, in less than 48 hours, without clear investigation, without clear insight, without an end game, without a purpose, without anything, the President of the United States, Donald Trump, orders a cruise missile attack in an area where there are Russian troops in a country that is a Russian ally on, pe- uh, on people that we don't even know who we're bombing. Who, who are the bad guys over there in Syria? Assad, the rebels, ISIS? Do you know what, our, what we, we actually did? We actually helped ISIS. Yeah, the ones that bombed the churches on Sunday, that's the crowd that we just helped. So it doesn't make any sense. Nothing makes any sense over there. And what is most disturbing to me is the fact that Donald Trump lickety-split changes his mind from what he said in 2013 and what he has been saying all throughout the election and post-election. He excoriated Obama for what he was doing and being involved over there in Syria. And now he turns around and does it. Well, it's, he says, because I saw the chemical warfare. Okay. Well, what about when Obama saw the crucifixions? That didn't justify him? You see, ladies and gentlemen, this knife has to cut both ways. If you're out to defend a political party, you have missed the whole concept of the soul trap, and you certainly have missed the concept of the Constitution and of our pursuit of truth. We're not in pursuit of defending a political party. It should be clearly evident to you that both political parties are part of an oligarchy. That both political parties are part of a new world order, a deep state, a working condition whereby no real change from the outside can be accomplished. The Leviathan continues to move forward, accomplishing its own wills, its own ends, its own desires for its own propagation. And the reality of the matter is Donald Trump just did exactly what Obama did, exactly what Bush did. Now, the really scary thing to me is that I don't think Obama, I don't think Donald Trump is Obama and Bush. I truly do believe that Obama is an outsider. I'm sorry, Trump is an outsider. I'm not saying he's a good guy. I never have said that. In fact, there's been probably no other person as critical of him, maybe, maybe Glenn Beck more so than me. But the truth of the matter is I have never whitewashed what I think Donald Trump is. I'm glad he got elected. I mean, I would have voted for a beagle over that, that you know, hag uh, Hillary Clinton. So, I mean, that, that was not much of a choice. But the truth of the matter is, I don't think Donald Trump is some angel, some second coming of the Lord that's going to restore everything. But I do believe he's an outsider. I do believe he's a man. I do believe he has America's interest at heart. I do believe that he believed everything he was saying. I think that when Donald Trump was running for office, 
and even when he became president. I believe that Donald Trump is a nationalist. And I'm going to be honest with you, I don't have any problem with nationalism. I have problem with fascism. I have problems with statism. But I don't think there's anything wrong whatsoever with national pride. I will remind you that it was nationalism and national pride. You know, everybody wants to point to places like Germany or fascist Italy for nationalism. Uh, I will also remind you that it was nationalism that kept England going through the dark hours of World War II. It was nationalism that kept Israel going in the early stages of their war for independence in 1948-49 and again in the early 50s. So nationalism is not necessarily a bad thing inherently. And I believe that Donald Trump is a nationalist. He wants America to be first, and I believe that he believes everything that he says. The truth of the matter is, I believe that Donald Trump is working against a deep state. It's very interesting to me. I I was watching to see this past week that Steve Bannon, that hated demonic guy that all the media hates, has been moved out of a position of great influence within the cabinet, within the workings of the Trump administration. I found that to be very interesting because right along as that has happened, so this new change towards Syria has happened. This new change towards North Korea. Now look, if we're just saber-rattling, if we're just brandishing our our weaponry and letting everybody know that we mean business, I kind of get that. I do. I mean, I, I understand that America needs to get its testicles back in the world. I, I get that. We've been running around and being pushed around and being bullied around, and I, I get all that. But I'm, I'm telling you, there's, there feels to me like there's something deeper going on. And little by little by little, what I think has happened is the national, uh, patriotic, well-intentioned goals of Donald Trump, whatever you may think of the man in the sense of a moral sense, I think is patriotic, nationalistic goals are very quietly and very quickly being eroded away. And when you start piecing several of these things together, you find that the deep state is only going to allow him to go so far. And I honestly believe in my heart that what we're gunning for, what we're seeing happen, is some sort of a proxy war that is, that is being pushed. Now, folks, I, you might as well understand something. It is the hubris of man. This is all we'd never have another war. That idea of mutually assured destruction, where we're gonna, we're never gonna go back to war, that kind of thing like that. They never thought they'd have a World War One. They certainly never assumed they would have a World War Two, but they thought there would never be a World War One or the Great War, the, the the Prussian War, the Seven Year War. They never thought any of that stuff would ever happen, but it does. It does. It has a way of happening. And I believe what we are seeing is the manipulation of our society, the manipulation of our government, and the manipulation of pieces upon the, uh, upon the chessboard of geopolitical reality. The bombing of Syria, what was the point? Everybody is saying, well, not everybody, but there are those that are saying, listen, this could have been a false flag. This could have been a false flag. And I... <laughs> I'm sitting here drinking my coffee and sitting here at my breakfast bar this morning. And I'm going to be honest with you. It is such a weird, surreal thing because it's very strange that in my life, I'm not sure who to trust America or Russia. What an awful thing that is. 
I mean, you're looking, you're listening to a guy who's always been brought up, mom and apple pie and citizens and storm the beaches of Iwo Jima and, and, and love your country. And I still do. I thank God for America. I, I thank God for the freedoms that we have. But the truth of the matter is, I'm sitting here going, who, who do I really trust? Who do I really trust? Do I trust Putin more than McCain and Lindsey Graham? Do I trust what Russia says or do I trust what America says? It is, a, it is a crazy, weird, upside-down world. Now, I don't know whether these attacks were false flag or not. Not everything can be false flag. As I said just a few moments ago, there are bad things that happen in the world. I, I get that. But there are actors around the world and in that area that have a vested interest in us being involved in a war over there. Turkey, Saudi Arabia, certain elements of ISIS, even certain elements within our own government. It is an amazing thing that in less than 48 hours after that attack, an attack that we have very little proof about, an attack that we have very little understanding about, and an attack, quite frankly, that makes absolutely no sense. Absolutely no sense. We launch 59 cruise missiles. We move our, our carrier group in there. And all of a sudden, we're sitting there brandishing, thumping our chest, saying, don't mess with Texas, quote unquote. None of that makes sense. And I think what you're seeing is the erosion of a nationalist, patriotic platform underneath of Donald Trump and what is being replaced or what he is collapsing into is the network that was always there, the network the old ways, the deep state. I see that happening more and more. Mike Pence goes on a tour and says, well, you know, all that stuff we talked about NATO and how that NATO needs to step up to the plate. Well, that was just sort of, that was just sort of, you know, election rhetoric. You know, I'm not trying to belittle this at all, but I think one of the most moral and good and solid men that we have um, was Ben Carson. And I know that Ben Carson can do some good in the area that he is, but they took Ben Carson and they just stuck him over in a room with an office fax machine and a calculator and said, why don't you go over there and do some stuff? Steve Bannon is being pushed out. I look on Breitbart today and I'm looking at the news. Donald Trump's pick for top economic advisor is pro-immigration and pro-outsourcing. What, 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 what? Excuse me? The article says President Donald Trump has picked an economic advisor who believes in growing the nation's economy by importing workers and consumers and by expanding free trade outsourcing despite Trump's, quote, buy America, hire America campaign promises. Kevin Hassett is slated to become chairman of the Council of Economic Advisors if he is approved by the Senate's Banking Committee. If Hassett is confirmed... That will be a win for the corporatist business first faction in Trump's White House, which fights for influence in the Oval Office against the populist America first faction that helped Trump win the election. It is an amazing thing to see what is taking place. And I think this attack on Syria is just one more in, in, a, in a series of clues that is helping you to see that what you thought was going to be is not going to be. I was reading an article recently on Zero Hedge. Michael Savage, a man that I think is a, one of the most intelligent um, men and prognosticators out there. The article says, Michael Savage turns on Trump, says Syrian gas attack was false flag operation. 
The article says conservative talk show host Michael Savage, who fervently supported Donald Trump during the presidential campaign, soured on him today. Savage, referencing his background in science, having a Ph.D. in epidemiology, said the alleged gas attack in the ISIS-controlled city of Adib was most likely uh, phosogen and not sarin. Backing up his claim that the attack did not contain sarin, Savage made reference to photos showing first responders attending the bodies without gloves or protective gear. Had sarin been used in the attack, all of those men in white helmets would be dead. In the nearly 15-minute soliloquy over the attack, Savage lamented that the neocon military tweet by Trump was a ploy to increase his popularity in light of falling poll numbers. Verbosely, Savage hemmed and hawed with disappointment, dispirited, that he had spent over a year advocating for Trump, who said he eschewed the interventionist policies of people like McCain, Graham, Schumer, only to cave in shortly after winning the presidency. Savage also questioned the timing of Jared Kushner's trip to Iraq, which, by the way, that, that is a fascinating study. You ought to Google and look that up yourself. Then there's the criticism. Uh, let's see here. The criticism also of Bannon's timely demotion from the NS, uh, NSC, just ahead of the attacks as being highly suspicious. This whole thing stinks to high heaven, Savage said, furthering his criticism of the president. Savage proclaimed, it looks like Hillary, deep state won, and Trump is doing her bidding. Now, I don't think that Hillary is in control of the deep state. I think that Hillary, Trump, all of these figureheads, they are the ones that are, that are being pressured by the deep state, the ones behind the curtain. As it pertained to who was responsible for the attack, Savage reminded his audience that just last week, Putin was considered to be the smartest, most diabolical man on earth. If so, why on earth would he permit Assad to launch a chemical weapon attack? That's what we were talking about in the beginning. Why? What, what do you get from doing that? You've got the might of Russian military helping you out. You've got your own military. What, you're in control. Well, it doesn't make sense. Why would he do it? Savage asked, who are we supporting? According to Lindsey Graham, it's the Free Syrian Army. And that's where Savage in the article exploded. Quote, the Free Syrian Army, there is no such thing. The Free Syrian Army are moderate terrorists created by the CIA and John McCain. John McCain and Lindsey Graham are the mouthpiece, mouthpieces for this army of murderers. The West jumped to a conclusion before there was any investigation. I suggest you listen to his own podcast, to listen to his own show, and get more information on that. That's all that I'm saying. There, there was a massive jump. Why? It certainly didn't further the interest of the United States of America. Look, I'm sorry that people died. I'm sorry that there was that horrible attack, but we cannot go running around doing this. That's the whole point that we voted on. One of the great points that we voted for Trump, we cannot run around and save the world. We simply cannot save the world. Now, look, I don't know how this whole thing is going to end and you don't either. It feels like in the last 10, 15 years, we've been on the brink before and everything kind of goes away. But we are really, really in an interesting situation right now. Russia, North Korea, China, Syria, Iran. We are still in a perilous situation economically. We tend to think that everything is okay, but it is not okay. Our economy is just held up by bubbles. And at any moment, those bubbles could burst. We are sitting there getting involved in Syria, and we have no business being involved in Syria whatsoever. 
and this attack makes no sense whatsoever. So I guess the takeaway is we, we need to think. We, we, we need to be thinking about what is going on. I, look, I'm glad that Donald Trump won, and I'm glad that Hillary Clinton did not win. But what I think you're seeing in full, unfold in front of your eyes is a man, however well-intentioned, a man, however well-meaning, but a man being swallowed up by the deep state. And the next couple weeks, the next couple months are going to be very, very telling. I'll tell you something that you need to watch for. You need to watch for Israel. Now, that's the key. Gentiles have been killing one another for centuries. Japhethites have been killing each other for, for millennia. That's, that, that's, that comes and goes. What you need to watch is Israel. Israel, for the most part, has been flying under the radar for quite some time. You've got us bombing Syria, Syria supposedly bombing its own people, Russia parked, all that kind of stuff. They're all right there. But you need to watch Israel. Watch what's going on. They have yet to be pulled into this. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we used to make fun of all those old-time preachers and everything like that. But the bear, the great bear, Napoleon referred to Russia as a sleeping bear. It's sitting right there in Syria. You've got the great eagle sitting right there in the Middle East. You've got Damascus, Isaiah 17, 1. You've got the world, the UN, passing resolutions. And there's little old Israel. And so far, nobody is messing with them. But you better watch. We've got Passover coming up. We've got Holy Days coming up. You better watch what happens with Israel. Gentiles can kill one another back and forth, but prophecy revolves around the nation of Israel. And you watch and see what happens. I suspect that if this begins to move into the Israel, we might be closer to the end than we think. Keep an eye out for Israel. Recognize the deep state and what's going on. Don't believe the lie. Not everything is a false flag, but not everything makes sense either. And don't be afraid to question it. Most of all, make sure that you're right with the Lord because this thing is going to wrap up sooner or later, one way or another. And we better be ready for it when it does.